Is it McAtee? Is that his name? Is that one of the guys, Marcus? I think it's James McAtee. He was saying it's crazy. Manatee? Yeah, McAtee. James McAtee. Uh, yeah. James McAtee played for Manchester. Yeah, I mean, unless his name is, uh, you know, James McAtino. You can, <laughs> you can bet on it. You can bet on it. Uh, uh, uh. Yes. We did. No, that was whack. What was? Let me see here. What you think of? I had a song in mind this morning. I was hyped on. Did you put one in the notes? Nah. See, I thought I had one, so I was hyped. I hit the ground by Gunner last week. Ah, uh, we could go back. We could go back. That's okay with me. Oh wait. Hold up. Did we do did we do Push Iesty yet? Mm-mm. I don't think so. That new Push Iesty with ESTG this week? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Switches and Drakes? I think he's still in jail. Yes. Yes, he's staying in jail. Mm-mm. They leaving him they leaving him in jail. He cut he cut a couple records from there. Over the phone. Hey, also, you know what I respect? I don't know, but it'd be working night. I was just thinking how much I respect Pep for giving uh giving our boy Jesus some love before he's out of here. He's been starting him like the last five matches, letting, <laughs> letting him really get letting him get his value up, get his worth up, get you a good move. He's going to Arsenal, bro. Y'all go. He's going to re- replace Alba. Oh, oh! Ah! For Pogba, let's go. I was laughing in my uh, in my career mode on FIFA uh, City actually because I did a, a revamp with uh, United, and the first bid yeah. I got was from City for eighty two million. <laughs> and I started, I started laughing. Up, I, told, I, told Ali, I was like, I was like, yo, look at this. This is actually going on in real life. <laughs> I used to get Pogba a couple of years ago. You know who my my first switch now is? Um, Conte. Mm. Telling you, being able to go too deep, like to mm-hmm. to not rely on Rodri every game. And Fernandinho is great, but he's just he's not he's just a little bit old. Like Conte's better. Having Rodri and Conte on the same team is nuts. And if I go up by two goals, I'll put Conte up as forward and play them both. With like De Bruyne or Foden at the other side. Oh my goodness! Then it's like locked up. The game's over. It's shut down. Got Roger and Conte in the like midfield. People, people don't really talk about him. I feel like as much anymore as compared to like the last few years. But like, I feel like it's because he's not like locking everybody up ridiculously. <laughs> like you know what I mean? He's so like, reliable. Well, they play around like, him. Two three year run. Like like nobody I feel, could get I feel past like niggas him. Play he around just him. had everybody in his pocket. I feel like people just play around him, bro. He neutralizes the midfield. Right, you just do something else. Like <laughs> yeah, Everyone talks about Chelsea not finishing. Yeah. You just, you know you have yeah, to go around. Feel- it's like Van Dyke. You have to just play around it. Yeah, I feel like him, good. Uh, Kovacic, and uh, Jorginho are definitely underrated sometimes. Big Ooh, time. Jorginho, so it don't matter. Who, uh, you want me to jump up this interview? Uh, I'm sorry, the um, interview, wow. Uh, the intro? 
Uh, well, I mean, I got some music. Are we gonna? We're gonna. We just had a little football talk first. Could we just have a little football talk? We in a rush no. now? I am. Hey, you know what? If you got, it's you know, what I mean, if you got somewhere to be, it's your girl's. It's your girl's first Mother's Day. It's not, it's not, no, it's not. It's y'all's first Mother's Day together, sort of, with the baby. I don't know. Maybe it's special. No. We up there chilling. That's the way to do it. All right, let me get this. Let me get this spun up here. Let me get this spun up. Don't not work. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Huh. Uh, Switches and Drake. Yeah. Man, that shit I said about do ain't right that day like that. Man, them seven six twos all to his face and he can't fight that nigga. Talking about who they killed in him. Ain't gonna lie on me, no cash. I can't believe you ain't caught this yet. Let me give you a tease. Hold up. I can't. I can't do it to him. You gotta get on that, uh... ESTG, if you're not there already. Yeah, welcome back. We got you with the No Randoms podcast. Uh, you got your boy Kev. You got your boy Anton. Producer Marcus is in the house. Man City's on TV. We're winning as of right now. Uh, we do know how quickly things can change. So <coughs> we'll move on from that. How y'all, how y'all doing? What you playing this week? What's up, Anton? You know, I think the, uh, the phrase for the week has been, life comes at you fast. So just keep that in mind. But um, you know we're good. We're good. It's been a actually we're not good. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I think it's been a shitty week for just about everybody's football team. Um, <laughs> Arsenal's not doing bad. Uh, yeah, well, in the shirt, what right. like um, if you beat Tottenham next week, you're in Champions League football. You're definitely gonna finish ahead of United. Could be worse. Yeah, but you know how I feel wearing this. I feel like that dude. That's wearing like his his primary shirts team, and then they're losing, and then he takes off his shirt, and he's wearing like the other team's jersey. Like that's how I feel wearing this. Though. It's like this is like my backup backup team. It's Mate, like you're, I'm searching you're for aware a way that of wearing I, this. You know what I mean? You're aware that I just now decided to start repping Real Madrid, like four weeks hey, ago. Wow. I can't do it. Yeah, I, I like put the stake in the ground. I bought the shirt. Sure, man. Whatever. Ooh. <laughs> enjoy, I got uh, enjoy. I I One I of us is in the final. I gotta draw the sand, I think, and I'm gonna go Barca on that one. I think I'm gonna go young, young Barca over Madrid. You enjoy, you know. Again, I, I, I lean toward the Adidas team. If I own the team, it's my squad. Real Madrid, Bayern Munich's. It's in, it's in the brand portfolio. Just weird, weirdly enough, Manchester United, which I have a bunch of stock in, but still City boy for life. But uh, other than against City, I'm like, go ahead. Also, great time to invest in United because they suck. This is not a soccer podcast. <laughs> not a soccer podcast. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was about to ask more questions. Like, hold on a minute. I could go deep on this. Um, right. <laughs> well, forget it. But, uh, I'm going to go first. Let me get into what I was playing. Okay. That's what I'm looking for. What you got? Oh, what you sorry, playing? Sorry. Um, and what the hell no, is I just this? Been up on, uh, you know, the same old. Actually, there's this game I, I just downloaded. I, I've been wanting to get into. Shout out to the Xbox Game Pass Day One release. Uh, what is it? The Road to Comey? What is it? Road to Comey, I think. It's like a 2D 
like black and white old school style like samurai japanese game trek to yomi trek to yomi yeah yeah i thought it was road yeah trek to yomi you're aware that we have notes i just finished downloading Hmm? yeah i haven't gotten into it yet we're just talking (laughs) i was like i think i'm reading (laughs) your notes where it says trek to yomi yeah road to komi i think it's called road to komi or whatever this thing is wild That one game, um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to get into. That. I'm about to get into that after we get out of this. That looks fun. But uh, besides that, you cool. know, I'm sad I can't get into FIFA with the boys and some Apex. But what about you guys? What you cannot? Is this a PlayStation? Yeah, because uh, yeah, because uh, sorry, just to get into it, because uh, on uh, FIFA 22 is free now for the Game Pass if you have it. Um, but since I bought it, for Game the Pass, PS5, or PlayStation I- thing. PlayStation Pass, sorry. The PlayStation okay, Now. I was just checking. PlayStation Plus. Uh, I, I know, I was talking about Game Pass, and I'm going back and forth between consoles, yeah. So the PlayStation Plus Now uh, thing, their game of the month is, or one of them is FIFA 22, but as a PS5 owner, since I bought it, I didn't buy the deluxe version, so I don't have the 4 and the 5 version. So you can only download it based off of whatever console you have. You know what I mean? So, like, since we have 5s, we can only get the 5 version. Same with Mark, but, you know what I mean? Mark can only get the 4, so I can't play the 4 with him since... I didn't buy the deluxe version when I got it. And now since it's free, I can only get the five version. You know, it's just, it's, it's little issues like that that are extremely frustrating. Like, come on now, just let us, let us play together. I don't. Brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> yeah. That's so. whack. But you continue to blow me away with more like PlayStation issues. You're telling me about this red ring of PlayStation death, which that's something we should follow up on and come back to because I still don't know about this. My shit be working, um, but I do want oh, to yeah, know. I got no problem getting to that. Sounds like PlayStation yeah. is just uh, not not it at the well, moment. I, I didn't even know. Sorry, we'll just get into this now. I didn't even know that this was a thing. Uh, so, <laughs> bro, I mean, for what a three? How, how expensive are PlayStations? Three hundred dollars plus four hundred dollars. It's like I never yeah. had to open my two. I never had to open my one. I never had to open any of my three. I never had to open any of the priors, and they were less expensive. But yet, come to find out, this is a common issue in them where you have to take off the plates. Uh, you know, basically get what is it like a T eight, a T nine screwdriver, take off, little, take it yeah. out, take off the fan. Yeah, and and basically uh, clean it all out, bro. I was like, this is stuff I used to pay geeks at T net. You know what I mean? Those little internet cabinets. This is a PC. Now it's like I got it. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? And so I didn't know. So I was asking the the bros in the chat, you know, Nick was like, oh, yeah, dude, you haven't cleaned your PlayStation yet? I was like, what do you mean? I haven't cleaned it yet. You've cleaned yours? That's buying a new PlayStation is what that is. Right. And then, bro, your your brother said the same thing. Jerry was like, bro, you've never cleaned your PlayStation before? I was like, what do you mean? How is this like a common thing that y'all just do? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I didn't know I had to clean it. Nah, that's so fine. I, I ended up removing like a pound of dust from my PlayStation Five, and it runs super crisp now because it was just overheating and shutting off. Like in the middle of like, I literally couldn't even get into it for like fifteen minutes while I was doing it. Yeah, but that besides that, and now the other uh, loopholes. So sorry, but this has I'm been not, my long. Uh, what have I been into? Section. Sorry, you, you're I'm not a fan. Me. I'm not a fan, bro. But, you know, I was on Apex with not you, because your PlayStation is whack. Uh, but yep. still playing Apex and rounding out, I think it's the last day or two in the season. So playing some Apex. Um, continuing to play Madden, and I'm having fun with my little Chargers season. I got I got kind of mixy, I'll be honest. <laughs> I put Joe Mixon in the backfield. I made that trade. I'm not a Eckler. I'm not 
No, I'm never going to believe in anybody named Eckler unless he plays slot receiver for the Patriots. You know what I mean? I'm not doing it. So I put Mixon in the backfield. And uh, and you know who I picked up? I picked up Larry Fitzgerald's. I picked up Fitz, baby. As as my third my third receiver, fourth receiver option. You can stick big man in a tight end. You got a little, little shifty, little possession. Uh, so I've been getting my Madden in. Uh, still playing some baseball. That Star Wars VR, I hit like that weird VR curve where I get hyped and then it falls off again. And then I get hyped like this is all I want to do. And then it falls off again. <laughs> so still playing the VRs uh, and then some BIFAs. I was on a call. <clears throat> I've been embracing like just playing FIFA on calls and stuff. It's rather passive. And I- I'm thinking like for my business calls, anyone that hears the sticks, like if you play games enough to know what that is, what that sound is. Then you also know that I play games like that. So, okay. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I just been, been playing this week on calls. Like, eh, eh, eh. Uh, so I was on a call, and I, like, I hit, like, six goals. And I was like, hold on a minute. I'm balling right now. Uh, so lots of FIFA. It was good. You're talking the phone more often, too. It was nice, right? Marcus, <laughs> uh, you're back. What, you been playing anything new? What's up with the Switch Sports, my guy? No. Okay, what's up with it? <laughs> I I believe, and I'm super outside on this, but I think Switch Sports is like the update to Wii Sports. So, Bantam, we got to get you a Switch, bro. It's this family-friendly fun. Uh, but I'm very much, I'm very much. So we'll get it, we'll have to get it plugged in, uh, and we'll get it moving pretty soon. Cause these family games are taking over. Yo, I've got a good headline for us. We actually have great news this week. Uh, like there's a lot going on. Business is picking back up, you know, we're the years in full speed. So I'm going to dive right in. Uh, and mm-hmm. we're bringing back, you know, our favorite, you love to see it. So this is for sure the best thing in gaming this week. Uh, this one comes from PRnewswire.com, little business news. Xset, uh, our friends, Xset, uh, welcomes acclaimed life coach, Tim Story as their in-house mental health coach. Here it goes. Uh, Xset welcomes acclaimed life story, life story, life coach, Tim Story to their team as their in-house mental health coach. This move makes them the only gaming organization that we know of to have a full-time life coach available to their staff and talent. Says Tim Story has worked with A-list celebrities including Oprah, Kanye, Robert Downey Jr., and Stevie Wonder. All right, A-list. In this role, Tim will give motivational talks, have one-on-one sessions with the team, lead workshops, and spearhead mental health initiatives. We now operate in a world where mental health is not a luxury, but a necessity, said Clinton Sparks, co-founder of Xset. I think this is really dope. Um, it's, it's something that we need to have, not only, I mean, in gaming, which is great, but I think businesses need to go ahead and embrace this, but specifically for any organization where you have somebody that's called talent, right? Anytime you've got someone that's called talent, that's a crazy, that's a crazy idea and concept that we just move right through. Like whether you're a creative or a musician, a gamer, an athlete. Um, 
like just think about your entire worldview is really split and tracks entirely differently. So they yeah. require some extra attention. And because when your talent is like, you're always on, right? So you don't get that like on and off. I go to work, I check in, then I turn off when I go home. But if you're talent all the time, you might require some kind of extra, extra uh, TLC for your, your mental health. So I think this is super important, especially with gamers and pro gamers uh, steering so young, right? You can't replace uh, that, that time. So early intervention is key. Bravo to exit. Yeah, well, I mean, it looks like he's pretty established as well. I mean, uh, I mean Oprah, Kanye, Robert Downey Jr., Stevie Wonder. I mean, this man's consulted with some of the most genius minds in the world. You know what I mean? If you can... Uh, <laughs> Just be in a room with them, soak some up, <laughs> right. right? If you can be in a room with them and chop the shit. I mean, I think if you have anybody with that kind of, uh, you know what I mean, life experiences to come in and try to give me some game, I'd be like, you know what, man, I think you're right. So I think from a culture aspect, I mean, I definitely think that's huge and... I don't know. I mean, we'll have to see in a year from now, you know what I mean? How, how they feel about it. But I mean, it sounds like it's definitely good. And it sounds like it's tailing to the employees, especially from like what we hear about the stress that all, a lot of these employees, like, I'm sure, I don't know if they work from <laughs> all of these, what their thing is, you know what I mean? Like well, all these <laughs> orgs, right? All these terrible stories keep coming yeah. out with all these orgs. And it's like, Hey, hopefully they'll publish some of this content too and get it out there. Like we know it's an important message, well, but, um, well, so hearing this, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't want to get too, I didn't think we had this in here. But um, I had seen in the news us talking about this and, and why this is kind of interesting to me is that did you guys hear about at Microsoft Blizzard, the controversy that was going down? They they consistently have controversy, but our very next headline is uh, Activision Blizzard. Do you want to hit that and then kind of slide that... into? Okay, yeah, yeah, perfect. Okay. That's, yeah, so... go ahead. T tell us what you were talking about and then we'll, we'll flip, we'll flip the, into. Uh... Blizzard, but... Is this okay, the same thing? So here. No, 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 no. This is different, but okay. kind of, it, it, it aligns with this, I guess. So um, so here, yeah. So leading into the issues with uh, Activision Blizzard, right? So this is from TechSpot. So um, Activision Blizzard <laughs> finished a quarter ending March 31st, 2022 with a $1.77 in net revenue, down more than 22% from the same year, uh, I'm sorry, same period a year prior. Worse yet is Activision Blizzard's monthly active user count, which fell from $435 million at the end of quarter one, 2021 to just 372 million at the end of most recent quarter. Oof. Uh, Activision said sales of Call of Duty Vanguard, the most recently Call of Duty game, were lower than a year ago title. Lower engagement was also witnessed in the Call of Duty Warzone, the free-to-play battle royale game from 2020. I love how, and, and, and so, yeah, so, so, so with that, I kind of want to get into like, so the, their player count has gone down and there was two titles that, or two headlines I saw that, kind of make me want to go into so one was there was sexual allegation charges not to like get too serious but i guess it was like their ceo or like senior management had like known about this like this culture um like a boys club culture that they had been running there until finally there was like an employee walkout so <laughs> so it's been like the the mix of all of this going on like they lost a bunch of players there's been uh like a bad culture in the work environment but then i saw that they also do, do you remember how they blamed uh, their release on Halo doing really good at the time. Right, that was such a cop-out. That was very strange. So their next cop-out I saw in the news was that they blamed it on World War II not being as popular as they thought it would be. The game or the war? 
<laughs> like the like the, the the concept of the war. I swear to God, I should I should add it to the notes. I didn't I didn't. Oh my God! Okay, I would love. Yeah. So so, 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 so they basically. Here, I'll, I'll, have to, I'll have to find it. No, we can edit this and go back to it. But yeah, they basically we, we picked that, the wrong trend. It wasn't as popular. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. They didn't right. Think that it, we it, thought it World War Two was still popping, and apparently, y'all have moved on. Uh, our bad. Ridiculous. Because the because now the next Call of Duty is is in delay for another year. It's really oh. interesting to have that back to back with one with with what uh, Exet is doing, right? And in, in different because this is mm-hmm. a game, like a, a developer and, and a massive company versus a gaming org, but you know, same industry. Um, and then yeah. we'll, we're going to close on or kind of my final big story was what's happening with Nintendo. So mm-hmm. uh, well, let's skip ahead. Let's go to Nintendo because uh, <laughs> this was really surprising to me. It's really like I'll, I'll get into it briefly, but. It's insane that there seems to be the the headline was inside the growing discontent behind Nintendo's fun facade. So at least Nintendo of America, it sounds like shit is not sweet over there, which is crazy because that's like we talk about Nintendo, right? And how closed door they are, how like perfect they are. They're one team, one team. You never hear anything. No one's ever heard anything bad about Nintendo. And this never happened. It just it, they they bring their music down. You can't copyright infringe. Like they are a closed door, closed house situation, and they keep shit locked up on lock and key. And uh, this is a surprise to me. So either way, it's from IGN.com, it says in 2010, Nintendo of America opened its brand new headquarters in Redmond, Washington, um, and it was everything a Nintendo fan could imagine. Right down to the main boardroom being known as the Master Sword Room, so they really got their uh, they got their Nintendo fan on. It seems much has changed since the eighties. They have a whole bunch of pictures of like Mario Kart themed um, like cafeterias and like you know Princess Peaches running around the. It's all t- it seems like it was really dope. Um, but now, uh, fast forward what forty years? It's been forty two, and employees reflect on their time like this. Uh, the words second-class citizens are regularly used to describe contractors who carry a blue badge instead of a red or gold badge, and they frequently feel unwelcome. That's tough. That's like, um, I know Nike does that. You have a different color badge, and they literally make you wear it like you don't actually work here. And it's really tough for those companies that have a super strong culture, like Nintendo or Nike, or types of companies where it's someone's dream to work there. Um and they make you like literally they make you wear it and you don't have access to the same place it's it's a crazy situation that it's it's nuts um but it says it's not just contractors it also goes for anyone working on an in- initiative that has lost its luster like nintendo's mobile games uh, which have been steadily shuttered as the company has moved in other directions one former employee said we loved working there we were just being so exploited we didn't really realize it until we left, but at Nintendo, I did it out of passion and a love for the product, and they know that there's a line out the door of people who will do exactly that for literally dog food. Sounds like things are not great in not just a couple of these orgs, but like the industry, right? This seems to be an industry-wide, there's the headlines about TSM all over the place, uh, we know what happened to our boys Extra. Right, it's like if you don't get ahead of it, like I said, you're going to end up behind it. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a good point. Yep. 
that could have been probably why they hired him to begin with. They seen all this stuff going on. We're like, nah, <laughs> right? But no, yeah, that's um, that's that's interesting though, because I mean, it makes sense. So I can imagine that, especially from a company as big as Nintendo, like just strong arm everybody. I mean, like they said, like yeah, we got thousands of people that would die to do this. We don't really the demand there, so. But right, I mean, that doesn't make it okay. Strong culture, so. It uh, it's it's tough to hear that that uh, right. It's tough to hear that from Nintendo, but I guess it happens. To, it almost doesn't again, surprise me ahead of it. because right because I think of when um when I watched that documentary, the gamer gamer now. I think it was I I can't remember. It was like the beginning of video games with like when it was like Sega and Nintendo back in like the eighties and the nineties. Oh yeah and yeah that, yeah. That was what like they talking about. Yeah, and that was like their their big thing in there because I think um, that's how was it. That's how Nintendo was made, right? I'm I'm sorry, I saw it a while ago. I'm trying to remember, but that that was like their big thing is that I'm... that's how they said that everyone is able to get ahead was because Nintendo was like that almost like they were so confident in who they were and had such a, a, a grip hold that it almost is what allowed all these other companies to grow because they didn't, you know what I mean? They're like, nah, we're we're Nintendo. Nobody's gonna get around us. And, and they've been around forever. Nintendo, Sega, mm-hmm. those types of guys that have been around like my whole life. That's pretty, mm-hmm. the, you know, I don't know. Time to shake it up at Nintendo. Get some new some new offerings out. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. You want, you want to roll it back up? Uh, number, number four? Yeah. Those, those Square Enix? Speaking of legendary brands uh, and IPs from our growing up, like growing up years, Let's see here. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. So, uncategorized Square Enix sells gaming library to focus on blockchain and AI. Interesting. So, legendary Japanese game developer Square Enix is selling a significant part of its games library and IP in a pivot towards blockchain. Iconic's IPs like Tomb Raider, Dose EX, and Thief are included in a $300 million package purchased by the Sweden-based Embracer Group. Square Enix announced a business optimization strategy in May 2021, which suggested the need to develop new IP titles alongside supporting its major Japanese titles like Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts. The strategy did not mention the move towards blockchain in the presentation. However, Square Enix revised the medium-term strategy in the financial briefing to include contemplating a robust entry into blockchain games. In a statement following the sale of the Western IP, Square Enix said the transaction enables the launch of new businesses by moving forward with investments in fields, including blockchain, AI, and the cloud. Interesting. So, sorry, I'm a little, so what, what exactly does that mean? Then? Well, it's, it's so got, interesting a lot. And there was something that jumped out at me toward the end there, right? So. They're they're selling off some of their intellectual property, like their IP, some of their titles and some of their games that are mm-hmm. hits, like uh, Tomb Raider. You fudged this one, which was funny, but Deus Ex, if you remember that, uh, and Thief, which is even even older. Um, for three hundred million, which again we have to look at the details of the package. I wonder what else is in there. But I mean, Tomb Raider's that's a you know blockbuster film franchise, Angelina Jolie, and then they they brought it back. Like you know, Tomb Raider's pretty serious. Deus Ex as well, and Thief is a classic. So I wonder what else is in there. But these are big money projects that they've that they've you know sh- or passed off, sold, but not things like um, Final Fantasy, right, or Kingdom Hearts, the big ones. So interesting here, where it, it didn't catch me until the end, but it says that following the sale of its Western IP, 
So all of it's like, again, mm-hmm. it's more Western. All of it's games that were created like on this side of the planet or in the Western culture. So it sounds like Japanese and interesting that we just talked about Nintendo also being so strong culturally, but it's, it seems like they're doubling down culturally. They're going to move and keep their IP and, and, and transition it into Web3 and blockchain. So we've talked about this, right? In the metaverse, content is king. So IP, culture, things that we know. They have heavy hitters like Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts that aren't just, they're not just stories. Their entire universe, like their entire metaverse, each of them have their own universe, right? You could have a whole Kingdom Hearts theme park or a whole Final Fantasy theme park. So they're keeping those things and they got rid of the things like Tomb Raider, which is worth a lot now, but not as much in the long term. You couldn't have a Tomb Raider theme park. Right, that maybe be like one attraction at a Square Enix theme park, but you wouldn't have a whole universe built around Tomb Raider. So okay. it looks like they snipped off. Like right now, they're like, we have say we have ten titles that are worth a bunch of money. Okay, well, only three of them we can actually make into the metaverse. So we should sell the other seven right now while they're worth something and get get rid of them. Uh, so really, I think this mm-hmm. is a a super smart move, and is interesting and. When you look closer at it, you know what I mean. They kept they kept the IP that's close to their heart, the Japanese titles, uh, and it's it's just wise, right? The ones they've invested in heaviest and, and have the best legs. So this is dope. I wonder how much yeah. they made off that. Because then they could just turn around and just use that investment for future projects or whatever. So yeah, that's cool. Especially in today's day and age, I wonder how. That's interesting because that's that's what I was wondering. Like, so then people, can you hear that? Yeah, I was like, somebody is in an airport. <laughs> we know who it is now. <laughs> <laughs> what up, bro? That's the, sound of, that's the sound of freedom out here. What up? You know what? That is the sound of freedom. Uh, yeah, I accept it. Bring it on. Uh, run it back and do it again. <sighs> Sorry. Can't, Sorry, what, what were you saying? That one. But uh, <laughs> I don't even remember, bro. They'd be, what time is it? Yep. Not thirty, bro. The F 18s be taking off. The Browns right overhead. Hey, 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 yeah. hey, hey! Hold up with the secrets. Letting out national secrets out there. You don't know who could be hearing this, right? <laughs> putting out our timing like that. Out to the, you know what I mean? We got ops. This is ops. It's America, baby. Um, what's up, with, oh, Marcus? Did you have something you wanted to say about that one, the Square Enix? I wasn't sure if you, I thought you like maybe. So that's what I would expect them to to have shell, you know, right to have sold. But that's a, that's a good call, right? They have some major hit, like they have some hits hits, but that's, I'm thinking right now, like anything that you can't make into a whole, it's like the theme park test. I have to write this down somewhere. It's funny, but like, Anything you can't make into a theme park basically is not, it doesn't have legs. Does that make sense at all? Or do I sound crazy? No, I get what you mean. Well, no, that that's my, that's, that's kind of my. Well, yes and yes and no. So like. But, but, okay, so, like, my idea, using mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts or Final Fantasy, right, either one of them have existed for so long 
that they're not just stories, they're storylines. Like, imagine going to Final Fantasy Land. How different would Final Fantasy Tactics, right? Remember, like, the 2D kind of, like, blocky? Final Fantasy Tactics or Final Fantasy the first couple, one, two, three, four, five, and then you go to Final Fantasy, now the, the golden era of 7, 8, 9, and then 10 gets really weird because now you're open world walking around and stuff, and then it starts to get really crazy as you get... Those are whole different areas of, I'm thinking Disneyland, Disney World, Disneyland's better, right? For Soul Calibur, they don't have the deep storylines. You know, even for Kingdom Hearts, I could do that. And it's like, it'd be Disney World, but sort of. Because they've had so many different, like, imagine if each each one of their stories, each one of their boss fights was its own attraction. You know, but they also have things you could, like, imagine going to, um like, they have at Harry Potter World, where you go and make your wand. Imagine going to make your Keyblade. Right, and then everybody buys a Keyblade for three hundred bucks, and you get to walk out and customize it or whatever. That's what I mean. At Soul Calibur, like you'd be making like weapons and stuff, but right, but none of the individual characters have like have anything that's iconic enough. A, a, a single weapon as iconic as the Keyblade, not there. So th- I think that's what I mean. But as we're going forward into the Web three space, it's for businesses. It's like hey. Anything that you're looking to, like, what IP do you keep? What IP do you do you offload? If you can't make a theme park out of it, go ahead and tie that off. So we'll see. But that's that's a consideration only for giants like Square, uh, the Activisions, you know, big, big, big Sony. And... Watch out. You'll see. Um, but speaking, speaking money, kind of, right? Uh, talking Bitcoin or whatever. Uh, we'll make a transition here into this next one from my new favorite news website because they were doing jobs for a minute. Uh, hitmarker.com. By the way, no ads, but here's a plug. If you're looking for a job in gaming, hitmarker.com is the place to go. They've been doing it for a long time, um, but they're ramping up and, and kind of diversifying their content. Very plugged in, and uh, again, the, the space is growing, so lots of jobs are going away, but gaming continues to ramp up. Take a look. Right. Here's the headline. Forbes reveals its most valuable esports orgs of 2022. Kind of more fallout or washout like we talked about last week, right? With who's valued where and, and how. It says Forbes has released its annual rankings for the most valuable esports organizations in 2022 based on its own methodology. That's a big red flag for me, by the way. If you guys know anything about anything, but like U.S. News Weekly Report and stuff. They just, like, make up how they rank these things. But sure, the rankings uh, in Forbes' ever-controversial list is back after a year hiatus. That makes sense. Like I said, last year was nuts. Big growth year. Coming in at number one, TSM. Cool. $540 million valuation. Estimated 2020 revenue of $56 million. Um, Coming in at number two, 100... Oh, do I have to... Should I hit him with, like, a, one of these? It's, it's deserved. It's deserved. Uh, coming in at number two, 100 Thieves with a $460 million valuation. Estimated uh, 2020 revenue of $38 million. Also hyped. You don't get horns, but that's great. Uh, number three, Team Liquid. $440 million valuation. Estimated revenue 2020 of $38 million. Number four, surprising to be the slow, but sure, Face Clan. $400 million. There's a star on that one. We'll come back. Uh, $400 million valuation. Estimated 2020 revenue of $52 million. Interesting. 
Uh, and then uh, number five, Cloud9, $380 million valuation, estimated 2020 revenue of $35 million. Uh, the, the list had 10, so rounded out with G2, Fnatic, Gen.G, Energy, uh, and T1. So no no big surprises there. Shouts to T1 for making the jump. They won uh, League of Legends this year. It was a big deal, so they you know deserve to be, to be there. A um, couple notes. It was only May 5th that Team Liquid stated itself was valued at $415 million. So not far. Um, and then as far as that methodology, the, the publication spoke with over 40 executives, investors, bankers, analysts, and industry professionals in quotes. Uh, but this is where I think it gets super interesting. Thanks for hanging in there with me for, for all the numbers. Um, outside of FaZe Clan, which revealed its revenue in its SEC filing, all revenues were estimated and not taken as fact. They just like, this is at the very bottom of the headline I was reading, like, Hold on a minute. Like, oh, how, what the, how, how are you going to... What the fuck is that? You can't come in all late with that shit. Uh, and so even interesting, when you look at the valuations, like it, here it says TSM is valued at $540 million with estimated 2020 revenue of $56 mil, And FaZe Clan is three spots down at a $400 million valuation. It's a $140 million difference. That's, he- that's hefty, right? Over 25%. Uh, with 2020 revenue of $52 million, they have more revenue than the estimated revenue of all these other guys. And it's like real numbers, but they're getting the shit value. It just feels weird to me. Remember we, we read that headline where FaZe was getting the big hit? Like, oh, yeah, and they're like, they made $10 million less than they thought they were going to. I mean, the number five most, the number two most valuable team only made $38 million. If FaZe Clan can afford to be $10 million off and still be in there, like, it just seems weird. And this this methodology seems strange to me. So, like, it's a cool headline, and I, I love all these guys. I had mad homies at, at at the the top three that were like, look at that, you know, that were hyped on 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 being where they are. And congrats, I, you know, again, you really deserve it. I'm really hyped, specifically Hundred Thieves. I love you guys, uh, but it just seems strange to me that, like I said last week, Phase Clan is getting punished for being the first one out, like because they have real numbers. And because they have real products and they've actually done stuff, they're getting punished. And all these other guys are working on speculation like, oh, yeah, these gamers are going to be worth a ton, but they've never done anything. And like we've seen, these organizations can disappear overnight like extra. If you asked me a year ago, I would have said extra gaming, put your money right there. This is going to be the hottest property in gaming organizations. They're going to own Vegas. It's a huge deal. They're the youngest and the best and literally in days gone. If I'm investors, I'm being real careful with TSM. Well, geez, I love those guys, but you got to be careful. FaZe Clan is is a, an organization, right? That's a business. Uh, so we'll see. I don't know. This is strange. It seems a little screwy to me, but we'll see how it goes. Everybody get your money. It's funny that you say that because I remember, like, and even now I feel like, can you really even play an online game without being teamed up with some random with FaZe in their name? Nope. That's that's how I show it to my family and stuff. I'm like, watch, anytime I go on a game, any game, if I'm playing for more than 30 mm-hmm. minutes, I'll get somebody with FaZe in their name. Mm-hmm. I, like, when I look at that list of players and, like, us talking about that, I, I, I always kind of jump back to that. I'm like, since I've been, like, 14, I don't think I've ever been able to play any online game for over, like you said, a half hour to an hour without seeing FaZe something. <laughs> so. they, they, they're with Man City. So it's a, 
And like they, they're like entrenched in like they're with the NFL and Snoop and Nick Merckx and Kylie Merck. Like they're doing. They're, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever, man. Uh, but sure, put them there with four hundred million real dollars or whatever. What's that, Marcus? Yeah. Yeah. They just did a collab with Optic. Still, Optic is solid. Hex, my guy. Um, I owe him some shoes. I doubt he listens to the podcast, but if you do, I have them in the garage, and I'm gonna send them. Big ass foot happening. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to send them. The office was shut down for a long time. I couldn't get in, and now it's on me. Um, uh, but that's all the headlines. Hey, all right. Uh, that's all the headlines I have. But I was hoping you guys could help me out because I'm a little bit late. Uh, if you scroll down toward the bottom, I don't know anything about Newcastle, and Apex is my favorite game by a mile. I know it's it's uh, what's her name's brother. Bangalore, and um, mm-hmm. it sounds like he's got better reviving skills than Lifeline. I don't know. I, I didn't read it because I thought you guys might be able to tell me. There's some information in there if you want to read it, if you know, whatever you got. Uh, I mean, I'll jump in. From what, from what I know, because uh, there, there's a few videos of people being able to get some early gameplay on them. Um, it looks like you can like lock on with his ultimate for one. So like you can like literally like leap up and like launch like wherever your players are and set up that shield. Um, it can be destroyed. I didn't see how much damage it takes though. I didn't take that into effect. But um, it, it's you can pretty shoot tanky, the shield though, now? for the most part. Yeah, you fire the shield. But okay. like I said, it's, it's big, like um, yeah, yeah, his ultimate. But it's if you it's, like, I super... play Overwatch. But there's a character in Overwatch I play that does that. She's dope. Like, but like that's the thing. You run up and like shoot out a big shield, get the squad behind there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so basically like that. And then yeah, his uh, the revive pickup is that you can move the the player down, and then the revive shield is based off of whichever one that you have. So like you know how there's the blue and the purple and the and the yellow. Oh, so that, that's, that's your hard. So, so yeah, like you're not so, like, like a knockdown shield. Up, like if your player is down. Yeah. So, so for example, uh, like if you're in, what, what what is that? What's that area in the middle of Kings Canyon where everyone always gets in the shit? There's like the big doors that open and like the hallways with all the rooms and like the like the double stairs that go down, and then it yeah, opens up. Yeah, on yeah, yeah. Bunker. Uh, I I can't think about it off the top of my head. Yeah, like the bunker. Yeah. So so think bunker, of it yeah. like in there. Like if you have a player down around that corner, you could throw out like his uh, his L one or R one whatever his tactical ability and throw out, which is like a shield that moves with him. So like, you know what I mean? So you could throw that out and then be like reviving the character up. and like pull him around the corner. Yeah. But then also if is they're shooting a, him, it, his shield like blocks it based on your... Say, do you, so you get a separate, like you get to use your knockdown shield basically when you're reviving and he has a tactical, that's a shield. So you could put like, you kind of have two layers. D- like double and shield. If you, had... you could have three technically if you have the ultimate. Colossal way! <laughs> ah! The this is all Big I have, you guys. Play. This is all I have. <laughs> Don't want to talk about it. We had the soccer but, podcast. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, but, uh, that sounds really dope. That's This sounds like my type of player. I don't know. You better watch out. I don't play Lifeline a lot, but uh, that's, again, big Overwatch energy, and uh, I'm about to bring that mm-hmm. through. It'll be interesting, Beautiful. the different combos you could run with, like, him... 
and like a Watson or something like that. You know what I mean? Like like with that pylon too, with the gates and the and the shields, or even like a who is what's her name? Uh, I can't think. Rampart or something. You know what I mean? Rampart Watson and uh, I want to oh go. Boy. I bet you. Riven Caustic. Uh, the shield? Does the shield dome? I wonder how he works with Bangalore. Or is Bangalore gone? I heard Bangalore's mm-hmm. gone. Is that real? Not that I'm okay. aware. Okay, interesting. Oh, niggas, niggas. Uh-huh. They'll be playing Apex and stuff. Marcus is offended. <laughs> he goes, what? The fuck? What's wrong with you? Who said that? I need names. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me who. How, Sway? Who said that? Who George said Bush that? hates black people. Um, hey, you know what? I did. I wanted to show you also before we bailed out of here. Um, I butchered that that game I talked about last time. I was saying it's an anime VR game that looks kind of cool. Remember that? Who? Which one? I was saying it's like a, like a VR anime game. Either way, I, I did a bad job of explaining it. That's my point. So if you don't remember, my bad. Okay. Um, but I figured I would show you real quick and we could watch that. And then, uh, and then we'll write out. So just a minute and a half. But yeah, I think this looks fun. The Tales of Onogoro on MetaQuest. I am the 223rd High Priestess of the Grand Holy Shrine Daijingu, Haru Kosei. I am the Shrine Maiden who summoned you to this world. The visible world. Shit. Uh, uh. See, it's kind of like Zelda, Zelda energy. More Zelda energy, moving blocks. You both look very interested, so I'm hyped. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at y'all. What's going on? This looks like this experience in VR. In short, this must be fate. There is no doubt in my mind that you must have been summoned here to save me. I have very good intuition, you know. That's out now. Oh, oh. That looks, that looks interesting. That looks fun. Doesn't that look kind of... And it's like 20 bucks. Huh. I don't want a long... Give me like give me like five hours of gameplay, not even. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It looks fun. Uh, interesting, but a cool concept. And, bring it, and again, not too intensive. We were talking about... The game's trying to make them hyper realistic, and it's like, hey, just what if you tell me a good story and make it fun? Don't don't do too much. I'm cool with the anime yeah. style, like it's a video game, bro. Relax. So we'll see. I'm not gonna lie, the music had me in the more than anything. That- That's again, like take take me somewhere. Did you have anything else you wanted to part on? There's a couple of the headlines that were kind of funny. You know, I saw this. Uh, I saw this thing. Uh, what was it? What was this on? Uh, what do you drink while gaming? And I thought this was kind of funny. I know that like a couple episodes back that that we had like talked about. Because uh, who was it? Who was the company that that was doing partnerships that we mentioned? I'm sorry, my memory's horrible. Remember how we were talking about like collaborations with gaming and and like different companies that did it? Oh, and like and, like advertising in the game too. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, conversation. Yeah. So, yeah. So, 
yeah so so i just thought it was funny so i was, I was reading through these just to see because i mean it's interesting you know i mean we're talking about like like you know like gamers don't drink that because oh, what was it was it a drink or like an energy drink or i, I can't remember but but, well, but but basically they went through this and they're asking like the different team like what they like to drink and I, and I don't know i just i thought it was kind of funny i thought it'd be funny to kind of maybe start a poll or see what i don't know what do you guys drink you know what i mean or, or do you guys even like drink like that or do you like like energy drinks or because like some of these are like soda some people said water some people said beer uh um, maybe you it? brought this what 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 someone like like you know like tea a guy was talking about how he was embarrassed to mention how he'll drink coffee from seven in the morning till 11 at night gaming you know what That's i mean not so good. I, I, I just <laughs> there's um well i'm happy you brought it up only there was the big switch this week where uh you know face clan and g fuel one of the longest standing partnerships in gaming like at this period uh they they split mm -hmm. up it was a happy split you know they said appreciate you love you love you love you guys g fuel uh, again lots of face clan talk today but uh, either way, they have the new partnership with Ghost Energy Drink, which is which is cool, I guess. Uh, I don't know anything about them, but shouts to them getting their money or spending their money. Uh, but I know we have homies that drink like G Fuel and like Gamer Energies, Gamer Sups, and all types of wild shit. You know, personally, I drink water and sparkling like like sparkling water, I guess, like carbonated water. But that's it. I don't I don't drink things. Uh, what well, about you? I thought it was interesting because, like, uh, well, I mean, mine's mainly water. Um, you be drinking, drinking though? You I'm ever be like, getting a little buzz? I can't, bro. I'm not as good. I, I think that's why I found this funny because, I, I mean, if y'all have been playing with me long enough to know, when I used to jump up in the party sauced, yo, I used to come home and be sauced and be in the party, and I felt like I played, like, trash, bro, playing FIFA, playing Call That's what I was going to say. I'm you can't play good. Play buzz. Like, you won't yeah, play I well. I feel like I don't play... I don't play good, uh, you know, with a few drinks in me. But um, so what? I don't know. I just thought it was interesting because motherfuckers were talking about they drink kombucha while while they play, and I was like, kombucha. People are weird, bro. But like, when we get into our VR bag, right? Like playing the tea? VR golf, I could do a beer with VR golf. You know what I'm saying? Because then it's less about like being I could, good I could see that. and more like I'm hanging out with my that's people. Well, that's funny because uh, one of them, one of them on there. Well, that's right? what the guy said. He was like, whenever I play racing games, I like to drink a beer. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? No, 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 no. Problematic. Uh-uh, hit them all. No, we don't hit all of them. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. You know what I like to what, do? What kind of, what, I like to get as close up? as I can to drinking and driving. I want to simulate. That's what I really hit the sweet spot. I just want to get a beer and get behind a wheel. Uh, uh, get him out of so here. He thinks he's, he's, he's Ricky Bobby's dad, yo. If you ain't first, you're Get last, Ricky Bobby out of here. Uh, uh. <laughs> crushing his get beer. Richard. Oh, Richard Robert. Get the fuck out of here. No, 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 no. Um, uh, yeah. That, was, that, that was, was good. It was funny. Thing, we'll see there. We'll come back with some headlines oh. in a bit. Uh, but I think we got a pretty good week, man. That was some good, some good juicy headlines that were juicy. Who says that? Uh, but they were kind of connected mm. this week. I feel like lots of them had a, a solid red thread there. Zesty. That's that's more my speed. Zesty headlines <laughs> this week. Um, I am going to hit you again with some of that Pusheisty because, you know, ESTG came in hard and then there was a there was a time when we got we got a little, little dirk in there. There it is. I read my mind. I was like, yo, let me go get my gun. He was like, hey, I was just thinking. We appreciate y'all listening. We appreciate it. We had a good week. Lots of news. We'll be back again. 
tell your big brother he next. Trap and fitting all out of gas. Till next time, y'all. Appreciate it. I'm like, fuck all that. Niggas won't they smoke until they lungs collapse. I turn my hood at rack. Hurry now, we got got switches on it with a drum attached. That's the last nigga try to turn to a jet. Ain't no outrunning that. Rep like they can real. What I do 